The Small Business Show, episode number 77, for Wednesday, July 27th, 2016. And welcome to the Small Business Show here at businessshow.co, the show by, for, and about small business owners here in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton. And in Lafayette, California, I'm Shannon Jean. How are you, Dave? I am doing well, Shannon. How are you today? I'm good. good I'm man. good. We're yeah. heating up out here, man. I'm trying Same. to stay cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's that time of the year. Yeah, it's okay, though, because, you know, we, well, we have snow here the other, the other time of the year, so it's okay. I, I don't yeah. mind the heat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's okay. I don't mind. I get, we're close to the pool, so that's all right with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's good. Leading our charmed life that we always that's talk right. about, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, all, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. And uh, speaking of charmed life, we're joined today <laughs> by a good friend of mine, uh, Tim Cody from Commonwealth Foreign Exchange. How are you, Tim? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Good. We're, we're good, man. We're welcome, good. We're, welcome to the charmed life, man. The yeah. charm yeah. life. There we, we go. Yeah, we talk about that a lot in the uh, perspective of business owners. That, you know, we, we always say you don't have any freedom, but what you have is tremendous flexibility uh, mm-hmm. and and how you do things. And uh, it, at least Dave and I do. I don't know about you, Tim, but we're gonna, we're here to learn about you, you know your day and what you do. And uh, uh, thanks for joining us and hanging out with us for a little, sure. a little bit. Yeah, Absolutely. So hey, let's start off. Um, let, let's tell people. Uh, what what does Commonwealth do? What's your what products services do you do you guys offer out there? What 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 is Commonwealth? Yeah, well, we are a international payment processing company, and by international, it's not that we're international. We're geographically all over the place. We are. It is a uh, foreign denominated payment company. So any any payments either in or out of the country or in or out of any country, uh, denominated in a foreign currency is, is what we do. So, you know, essentially you've got customers from your small mom and pop antique dealers up to your multinationals that have payroll in foreign countries, uh, wineries. Hmm. Uh, we probably have about 500 winery clients that, uh, nice. well, they, they purchase barrels. Oh, yeah. got that it. Is, that's all done in euros. I was going to say, you, so as long as they're not dealing in dollars, they can deal with you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And we have, a, uh, we have a, uh, an online payment platform, and they go to the online system and log in. They get live rates. Their beneficiaries and clients are already into the system. And they log in, uh, put the amount and the instructions of where they want the funds sent, and a live populated rate comes up and extrapolates out to the amount that they owe in U.S. dollars. They hit the OK button, and it's it's done. That's huh. awesome. So what, what's the difference in, you know, somebody saying, OK, I need to do this, and I could just go to my bank and do this kind of thing and, you know, wire transfer and all this stuff. You, you guys are handling the exchange or, or just I don't know anything about your business. So tell me, tell me exactly what that difference would be. <laughs> the, the difference is we, we actually have a lot of banks that deal with us. We've okay. got about 25 to 30 banks, uh, typically smaller banks that would prefer to deal with us rather than have their own foreign exchange department and get that all set up. It's a very expensive and uh, just from a regulatory standpoint, it's a, 
it's a gosh darn nightmare. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, yeah. uh, and and just the AML, and you know, you're you're making sure that you're sending to the right place. You're not sending to Al Qaeda or ISIS or any of the bad drug people or any of that stuff. So, oh yeah, that's so we, have you, you run have into that over the years where people have tried to launder money through the through the through your service? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you brought it up. <laughs> Boy, did I open Pandora. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. Yeah. Boy, that, was, that was a silly direction to go, wasn't it? <laughs> we talked about those segues, right? <laughs> we, you know what? Believe it or not, we have uh, many, many years ago, we put in place certain criteria and screens. Sure. That scan every payment that goes through. So if there's a payment, there's a, there's a list, an OFAC list, the Office of Foreign Asset Control, and they pretty much dictate where and who you can send money to sure. or not to send uh, money to. So every one of the payments and every one of our clients is already pre-screened. So the, when the payments come in through the system, if a client is sending to a bad guy, um, Shannon Jean as an example, yeah. that well, gets yeah. screened and caught and kicked out. Ah, so we are, great. yeah, we've, we've, uh, caught on to that whole thing, but we, we have, uh, we have been scammed in the past that, uh, I'm sure. Were, I mean, yeah. It, yeah, it makes, makes sense. That, and it, yeah. it, it sounds like, uh, compliance has got to be just a massive part of your business. It is. Yeah. And it, it gets more and more every year. Uh, and we are, you know, we're licensed and regulated as a federal entity, and essentially by um, uh, banking, uh, state banking departments in every state that we do business in. Man, you need to listen so, to the show where I rant about the banks. That's, oh. that's, that's all very intimidating to me. No, too. you need to have me on that show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now, you know, we know what you do. So l- let's go back Actually, to the start. I have, I have, oh, I have one. I, I just yeah, have a question yeah, yeah. About, about the yeah, business so. itself. Okay. Like, do you, so people using your business are able to get, potentially uh, uh, a better rate because you're getting these interchange rates that, that some right. people can't touch. Right. And, and so you, you mark that up a little bit so that you can make some money. And, and is that right? Yeah, that's the, a significant piece of, of the, of the picture is the rate savings that you get with us versus a bank. Okay. Uh, so got it. Typically, typically banks charge in the two to three to 4% range. Right. Uh, wow, we, we come in anywhere from 50 to 70 basis points. Yeah. And, and we can go much lower depending on the, uh, volume. You know, the, the client and the volume and the payment, the payments themselves. You know, we, we do. So we have you're, some you're handling it. I, I, what I said before, it, just so folks get it right, isn't quite true. I, if I'm going to use your system, I could be dealing in dollars. I just have to be dealing with someone that's not. And you're handling that interchange for me. You know what? Yeah, that's exactly right. But but we do do dollar payments for people, sure. for corporates. Again, this is okay. all it's all companies, and we want to be a one stop payment processing shop. So if they have, you know, a hundred payments that need to go out in U.S. dollars, we'll do those too. Sure, okay. of course. Okay, all right. I, I just wanted to get that that clarity in there because it seemed like I, I might have 
pigeonholed you in a way that wasn't accurate. So yeah, good. Nope. No, it's great. I, I, I finally understand it after talking to you for about a year, year and a half <laughs> <laughs> on the side of the lacrosse. Our kids play lacrosse together. Of so, course. Sure. Uh, now, now I get it. I can be, I can sound far more intelligent than I actually am. So that's, that's cool. So, okay, Tim, so tell me how, how did you start this thing that is now, you know, ginormous and wildly successful? Um, what was the impetus that, you know, you had, it's like, Hey, we could go out and do this. So how'd you get started? Well, I, I started in foreign exchange right out of college with, uh, uh, one of the large banks. Okay. Uh, probably shouldn't say who it is, but, uh, started with them and, uh, I did that for a bit and had a, uh, a barbecue with my roommate at the time. This was God, 30 years ago. Uh, we're in the backyard drinking a few too many beers and, uh, you know, we just started talking about what I did and what he did and went, just went down the path of, uh, we should, we should start a business together. And, uh, you know, I, I had always had a bug to start my own business and this was a, a good potential, potential way of getting into it. And, you know, he wanted to do something. I wanted to break away from, from the bank and I thought that I could, do a better job just from a, you know, from a small business standpoint to sure. be able to really cater to these, to the small business. And I wasn't even thinking about larger businesses at the time. And I had a decent book of business at the previous uh, bank and the, the clients liked me and I figured that I could bring some over and then get going. So, yeah, long story longer, uh, we started a company called Continental Foreign Exchange. And uh, I started, I was buying, uh, to get it started, just to get some quick quick money in the door, I was buying uh, currency from casinos. Oh, oh that's awesome. And so I would, I would go up there and, and really, uh, myself and my partner, it, it was the worst prepared company Capital, we had no capital at all. That was going to be one of my questions. Yeah, it was yeah. no. This was the. Wow. It was just the worst thing we'd ever done. <laughs> and, and literally, you know, when you're when you're walking in and you're getting cash from the casinos, they're giving you, uh, you know, fifty, seventy five thousand, a hundred thousand dollars in in actual Canadian cash, and you're giving them a check that uh, there's nothing behind that check, so. <laughs> You have to act, act fast. You would, I would pick the cash up on a Friday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Banks are closed. This is good. Right. Banks are, banks are closed. I got a little bit of time. Nice. Yeah. And I would talk about I'd playing lift, the float <laughs> back in the day. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah. And I would overnight the check down to Southern or the cash, literally just pop it in a FedEx envelope. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Man. And send it down to uh, a, a big bank down in uh, Southern California. And they would clear it and put it in my, put the check in my, or the funds in my account on Monday. So that kind of started. just in time operation here. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Though. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And it was so, just you, just you two guys at that there time. It was just us two at the time and wow. a couple, some few months, six months, a year went by and, you know, we started to get it built up a bit and, uh, you know, then then we realized, oh my God, one of our trading groups that we dealt with uh, said, "You, you guys, you need to be regulated, or we have to cut you guys off." Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure, so sure. We're looking at each other like, "What do you mean regulated?" Regulated, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we ended up 
moving our our little book of business in with this other group who was only a, a retail cash outlet, but they happened to have been licensed in a state banking license in the state of California. Mm. So we worked over there and had our book of business and ran our book of business over there for uh, uh, six or seven years. And uh, it started kind of taking over the, uh, it became one of the more profitable uh, and or parts of that that business. So at the time, uh, operationally, we were growing out of what they were able to provide us mm. and, sure. and really needed to move on. And so I got myself and my, uh, what would be our four partners together and uh, started doing the workings of creating Commonwealth Foreign Exchange. And I literally would just, I would over across the street to the Mandarin Oriental Hotel and just sit there and sc- scratch it out on a napkin how we're going to do this thing and and uh, you know which which state banking licenses we needed to go we wanted to to do bicoastal we wanted California and we wanted a Massachusetts set up and kind of attack the country from from both coasts yeah the outside in yeah that's great so yeah. yet, yet another yeah. I can't tell you how many stories we've had on here where. The, the the idea for the business comes from two people sitting together drinking too many beers. <laughs> that is, that's it, awesome. Seriously, I love that. It, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It, and and I, there's a lesson in that for people. It's not go out and just drink beer all the time. Um, but it is, you know, pay attention. Your gut tells you things. And, and sometimes, yeah. you know, having a couple of beers opens up your gut a little bit, um, hopefully yeah. in the right way. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But that, you know, the, the, you know, I, I, I think um, my, my programmer friends, probably have a, have a phrase that probably encapsulates this well, which is, um, code drunk debug <laughs> sober. So, sure. so there's right. So there's, you know, the, the, let the ideas flow, then take yeah. a sober look at them. And, um, that, that's actually a really bad idea, you know, but sometimes there's a, there's a good one in there. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. Oh yeah. Right? And, and the key is, I mean, we all can sit around and throw around ideas after, especially after a few beers, but yeah. it's that follow-up execution. Wow. It's yeah. that the willingness, like to take that risk of dropping cash in, overnighting it, those kinds of things. And I'm pretty and sure is, the regulatory agencies told you you couldn't overnight cash with FedEx anymore. <laughs> yeah, so. they, they, yeah. We can't, you know, yes. that stuff is out. That's yeah, right. that's yeah. out. No, yeah, 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 I figured. Yeah. <laughs> but but, but you've you know, got to start somewhere. you exactly. got to be willing. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You didn't have as much to lose and you're, you're trying to get yourself going and, you know, yeah. you're just doing it. You, can't, you, you don't have the luxury or maybe the hindrance of sitting around talking about it. You just got to take action. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, we so that's just, great. We just needed a way to to get the thing funded and to keep us afloat so we could pay for gas so we can get to the office. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's true. That's good. So when did, when you guys started uh, Commonwealth? Yeah, or Continental. Even I mean, when did you first start to think, hey, we we do have a viable business here. This is work. On, you know, working. You know I'm not going to have to go back. You know, I I think the uh, when we when we transitioned and moved over with the other group uh, that. You know, we did that for seven or so years. I think when when things, I think when we when we really hit Commonwealth, okay. when we got Commonwealth up and running, um, you know, broke away from the other firm. Um, we had actually kind of a side story here. The the firm that we broke away from, obviously, they didn't like that we left. So <laughs> right. there was a a lawsuit that uh, that ended up happening. But sure. The kind of the 
interesting little story here, side note story, is that the uh, the bartender at the at the place that uh, I used to go across and scribble on the napkin at the at the Mandarin, uh, he ended up being our first employee. Oh, that's that's great. So, and he he unbelievable. I mean, when I was scratching, doing my little uh, note scratching on the on the napkins there. Uh, this is before we even started it. It was he he calls me up at work and says, "Tim, you know, I just kind of eavesdropping last night, and uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to just see if there's an opportunity if something comes up in the future." And I said, yeah, you know, hey, we are, this is a long stretch. I don't know if this thing is going to come. Sure. <laughs> We're not sure we need a corporate bartender yet. Yeah. But, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I just don't think, you know, this is, we're a long way away. We need yeah. a banking license and, you know, we really, we have to keep this thing under lock and key. Nobody can talk about it until we're ready to really kind of make the move or, you know, some things could hit the fan. And so he says, okay, that's fine. But I just, you know, I just would like to meet you and just have a chat about it. And I said, yeah, no problem. Next time I come in, we'll just, we'll talk about it. And he says, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to, don't want to meet you here. I want you to know that I'm not just some guy schlepping cocktails. Mm. And so he puts a place and a meeting place and we go and we meet at another restaurant. And, uh, you know, I walk in the door and he's, Got the old blue suit going and the white shirt and the yellow him. power tie. And <laughs> this to him was an interview. And uh, he was dead serious. He wanted to really kind of make something of this. And as, as time would have it, it took about 13 months from that point for us to get our license, our state banking license and, and go through with everything. And this guy called me every month for 13 months. And on day one, when we were uh, ready to do the walk of shame down the street with our with our uh, Rolodex and, and chairs, he was there on day one. Wow, wow. that's awesome! Yeah, that, yeah, that's a and great that, story. Which, always listen to your bartender. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> always cool. Bartender, well, it's that perseverance, man. That's uh, oh, yeah, it's impressive. Great stuff. Yeah, but I, I just wanted to segue him in there because as a bartender when the other firm was doing their, uh, you know, their going after us, they would go over to the Mandarin Oriental and sit at the bar and strategize about how they're going to. Oh, yeah. There's, there's no NDA with your bartender, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, there really is. That is great. Uh, uh, yeah. It has a great awesome. story, but he yeah, had yeah. It, it from a, from a success story standpoint, he is our number one uh, sales guy and has been for many years. He's still with you? He is still with us. Wow, that's uh, impressive, man. Uh, 19 years. That's and very he's, cool. He's, he's the top dog around here. That's awesome. Well, yeah. That's a great story. That's very, very cool. I love yeah. it. Love yeah, it. Don't, yeah don't, don't, don't just judge a book by the cover, you know? No. Yeah, yeah sure. But, yeah, no, that's really good. God, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's good. So 
let's talk about we always like talking about mistakes on here and uh <laughs> you know because we've we've made so many and you know failure is such a big part of eventually succeeding uh, yeah you know wh- what do you think other than sending the cash overnight down to la uh <laughs> <laughs> what do you think uh i've done that too um but i got, I got, a, I got a friend who's a fedex pilot so he's gonna love this <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. What? ripping these things over oh, it's always that way yeah it's like okay i'm not gonna sleep until tomorrow morning right yeah okay, i get it i hear it um what do you think what what mistake you know we always say what's the best mistake you've ever made you know what what mistake taught you the most uh you know during this process god there's so many oh well i figured (laughs) (laughs) um but there we uh are in our business you really need to be ticked and tied on your account setup um you know and you know we need to know who we're setting up and you need to know all aspects of their business. You need to know their financials. You need to know that, yes, they're an importer and they're bringing in product from this country. And you need to know the product and services that they're providing. Back in the, uh, you know, the formative stages or the early days, uh, we, we certainly did not have an account opening group. We had, you know, basically the five of us doing all the behind the scenes stuff and pretending like we knew that we were doing the right thing and uh you know not having an account setup group in place we we got hit with a a nigerian scam oh and it's not your typical nigerian email scam with you know the dots on the lettering and right. the stuff that's incredibly easy to pick uh, these guys actually there was somewhere's I think about a hundred people supposedly involved in this particular scam. And what they did is they infiltrate a a large bank and they figure out who's got money and what type of business. And then they basically steal the identity and open up accounts with, you know, somebody like us and uh, then have us send the funds off to never, never land. And so what we ended up doing is we opened up this account based on our, our little short little checklist of, yeah, okay, we, we know who they are. We know that they deal with XYZ bank. Uh, but we certainly didn't go through the rigmarole that we do now. We're, we're just a dramatically different company on that, on that front. And we ended up getting hit. It was about three quarters of a million dollars in our second year of business. Oh, that's oh, which, that which to, oh, to us, it was an absolute nightmare. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of these things where the, the, they book the transaction and they tell us where to send it. And it was, you know, we're sending pounds to the UK and the account looked like a normal account. It didn't look like anything bad behind the scenes. And so the next day, we got a call from uh, this woman uh, who is, she's a, a bank representative. And she says that you, you know, I'm sitting in front of blah, 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 who owns the account that you just debited for three quarters of a million dollars. And uh, I said, what? Oh, ouch. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we sent that off, sent the funds off. And when the funds got to the UK account, the second they got there, they were splintered into six different directions. 
six other wires, and then they were splintered again from there in 12 directions. Wow. So it was a... Wow, uh, they knew what they were doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was completely set up. So we immediately had to return funds. And, yeah, you can imagine in your first couple of years of business, oh. we don't have the funds to return. Yeah. But you you got to make do on it. You, you figure it out. Right. Right. And uh, so we were able to get the funds back to her immediately. Um, and then from there, you know, that's when you, you really start to kind of figure out, okay, get this thing funded, get it paid for, get your butt back and figure out a system where this kind of crap doesn't happen again. That's right. Yeah, because that, that could have, I mean, in many cases, I'm sure it has a, a, a situation like that could just could bury the company. And oh, yeah. And not be able to, uh, to, you know, recover from that. Oh, we were, yeah, yeah, I I was able to call on a friend who, uh, you know, wired me in about five minutes, Wow, uh, you know, funds just to help me out. He had just sold his company and very entrepreneurial guy. And he just said, yep, no problem. I got it. Wow. And, uh, and helped us out. We were lucky. Um, we were able to actually track, track those funds even though they'd splintered in all different directions and we were able to get all of them back with the exception of about 200,000. Oh, wow. That's uh, great. And then, you know, then we go through the process of you know, getting the, the rest from the insurance company and sure. And that nightmare. I'm so. sure that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was, they're always so helpful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, that's great. And then I imagine right after that is when your uh, new account group got set up. Yeah. Uh, our new account yeah. group, and uh, you know, getting a compliance officer, yeah. uh, getting that stuff all set up was, it was crucial. We just had to get that stuff put yeah. in place. And then, you know, you, you start to set up your, your online platform and, you know, our, our first priority now is to make sure that we're doing things ticked and tied and right. And, you know, there's no debiting of, of accounts and, and until it is so thoroughly yeah. vetted and processed. And, and I think that, especially with, uh, you know, newer businesses, I mean, you're so hungry for business and excited and, you know, you're just jacked up and you want to take every deal that comes along because you're just you know, you're just getting going. Right. That I think that's a very easy, you know, uh, we've had stuff like that happen to us and, you know, with yeah. the, and certainly not at that scale, but uh, oh, things yeah, that make a big impact. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've oh, had yeah. It. it happens. It's yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it will. It, 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 there's a lesson there. We haven't ever talked about this on the show, but yeah, you're going to get screwed by yeah, someone it's, not it's and not unintentionally. You, you know, I mean, oh, no. so, someone is yeah. going to target you and they're going to win. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yep. great. That's a great. That's a that's a great story. But yeah, particularly now in this you know this environment right now with email scams. Yeah, uh, there's so many things going on, and people's emails are getting hacked. Yeah, uh, you just you have to be so cautious. It just they can direct somebody to move money, and it's gone. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we always. I still talk to people about, hey, you know, don't ever click any links in those emails. I mean, you know, they'll your your bank or you know whatever financial institution is not going to send you an email that says click here. Yeah, uh, no. it's just, you know, Yeah, give me all your info. Yeah, they're going to say go log into your account and then you know when yep. it's, it's secure. And but it's just it's so uh, it's it's everywhere and it's constant. You know, yeah. And, and so they get it. They must you know still get enough people that are clicking on those links that to make it worthwhile for them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's something that the whole scam thing. It, yeah. The uh, actually the Secret Service uh, kind of helped us through that whole thing with the Nigerian. They actually had a department down in, and this is I don't know whether they still do, but right. they had a department down in Southern California called the International Department, and it was 100% dedicated to Nigerian scams. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating stuff and yeah. to go through the process because we we actually tried to do a sting. Oh, oh no kidding. Yeah. So, yeah, because the, the yeah, uh, scammers yeah. were still calling us. Oh. They still wanted to do transactions. Oh, uh, yeah. Of course. And the first one went so well for them. Yeah, <laughs> I was just right. going to say. They did, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Man. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, let's try it again. And that and that's, you know, if you're a victim of fraud like this, you know, and and you know, your business out there, their listeners, I mean, that's you definitely have to reach out to the those those groups, those organizations because they will help you. I mean, we had oh yeah, uh, you know, fake cashier's checks for orders and, you know, it was like 25, I think about $25,000 and they were all over it. I mean, the, we yeah. got calls from the secret service and they're like, "Oh, we're going to send an agent out." And you know like you you think like, "Well, this these guys are re- for real, you know, they come out and they really take it seriously and they're, oh, they're, yeah. they're there to help you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is great. Yeah. No, it's, they're serious guys yeah, and ladies. Right. Yes, yeah. that's right. So, Hey, um, you know, you've been around for 30 years. Uh, you know, we always talk about different measurements of success, obviously financials, very easy, you know, to measure, but you know, uh, what, what's the, the yardstick, you know, for you and, and your company, maybe your partners, you know, that, that you really, measure beyond monetary rewards uh that keeps you moving forward you know what what, what's your measure of success uh you know what it's it's employees uh we have so many employees our retention level i think relative to the industry is pretty unheard of you know for us to have our our first our first employee was a bartender and he stayed with us for low so many years right now that's just one example we could go through and i can give you you know 15, 20 other examples of people that have been with us for years and years. That's awesome. Um, and they're just, they're great people. They do a terrific job and they're still, it's, it's fascinating to me that they, they still come to work with an enthusiasm of how they're looking for, you know, how do we better the company? What can we do next? And that's a, that's a great level of success and it's all pushing to see our, our volumes and our, you know, the, the amount of money that, that flows through our little business, we want to see higher volumes every year. So that's, you know, the true gauge is to see the actual dollars and cents flowing through. Sure. Um, which is, it's great. Just shoot for more volume, 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 volume. And you know, when you're building that culture, it's you guys are either you know have set it up really well, or you're just not there very much. <laughs> either one, <there. laughs> well, you got well, you know, one or the other. <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> that's and, great. You know, and that's always the the running joke around here among the partners is every time we go on vacation, we seem to do so much better. Of course, it happens yeah. in my business too. I Me go too. away, and yeah, the, the sales go through the roof. We, yeah. I joke with them about it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to plan another trip. They're like, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, it's they true. feel more empowered. You know, they have to make the decisions. And, and that might yep. be you know, we, Yeah. Yeah. And we always tell, I mean, I tell everybody, hey, make the decision. I mean, I, even if it's, the, you know, the wrong one, you know, yeah. we, we, we can critique it and discuss it. But yeah. exactly. And the, yeah. uh, the not making the decisions is always the, you know, the worst thing to do. 
Yep. Uh, in in yeah. my opinion. So decision to do nothing. Is, yeah. It's is also a decision. a decision. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And it's usually yeah. the worst one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it's great stuff, man. Uh, I love talking to you about this. And we always have a question, you know, looking back, not to say you're an old man, but uh, <laughs> like I call you all the time. I feel like an old man. Yeah, uh, you and me both. But, you know, if you could tell yourself something when you were just getting started, you know, if you could go back and say, look, you know, what bit of advice would you want to give yourself when you were just getting started with Continental or rolling out with, you know, right. Commonwealth? What, what, what would you tell yourself? Take your time, uh, be detailed in your setup, get the right people around you in all aspects of things that you want to have uh, considered. Uh, if you need an accountant, make sure you have a good accountant. If you, you know, if you need great sales, don't slack on your sales. Get the best possible sales guys you can possibly get, even if they're a bartender. Yeah, you know, <laughs> nice. That's, that's it's, awesome. It's just... The key to the whole thing, I think, is just getting the right people and just nailing out your operational duties and having those things pegged by your people. That's good advice, man. That's great. So how do people learn more about uh, Commonwealth? What's the best way to learn about the company? Go to the website. Go to the website, and we have another, our new website is going to be rolling out probably in the next three or four months. Uh, but uh Nice. Commonwealth Foreign Exchange, www.comfex.com. Uh, check us out. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, awesome. And Facebook, we have, uh, you know, follow us on Facebook. We've got an analyst that, uh, the guy's fantastic. Uh, and he's on Bloomberg and in the Wall Street Journal pretty much daily. Huh. Uh, so it's, it's all good stuff. Yeah, that's great. Well, we really appreciate you, uh, you know, spending uh, some time with us today and, you know, talking about your experience. It's good stuff, everybody. You know, we love it. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Happy to do it. It was a great time. Great yeah. to great to chat with you guys. Yeah, awesome. thanks for coming. This was, uh, it was, yeah, as always, very enlightening. So, yeah, for sure. It, if man. you have questions for Tim, you know, feedback at businessshow.co. We'll uh, pass it on or you can send a text to 401 472 4249. Also, leave us a voicemail there. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Shannon. Thanks, Dave. Have a great week. Yeah, of course. Thanks, everyone. Bye.